November 1st, 10.37 a.m. After waking up to a splitting headache and what feels like corkscrews being twisted into my eyes by the sun and or any other light source, I have to marvel at the fact I thought it was a good idea to jot my thoughts down in this book instead of, I don't know, seeking medical attention? Probably because my heroic levels of inebriation led me to that point. Chase, we need to talk. V, don't wanna. Chase, please. Chase, you can't just not talk to me after last night. Chase, seriously. So, dear diary, it would appear that I've revealed my not-so-secret identity to one of the flock. Damn, I was really enjoying having a friend. But I think it's probably best for this to fall by the wayside. Last thing I need is Chase's death on my conscience. Wexler said something about the gloom having a sort of forgetful effect on the flock if they spend enough time apart from it. Like drying off in the sun after getting out of a pool. Damp yourself off, Chase. Forget about me. November 2nd, 7.17 a.m. He won't leave. He's been blowing my phone up. Text, calls, even FaceTime as fucking if. I shouldn't have done what I did. What other choice did I have? Okay, so it's Halloween night. All the freaks are in the streets, you know. I mean, we're wandering through this small town. One of those tiny Texas towns full of retirees and white-collar types who commute an hour to teach at the university. It's a great place to wander around with a few beers in your belly. Tons of orange, black lights, jack-o'-lanterns, crepe, the whole nine. Ghosts and ghoulies roam the streets with their plastic buckets foraging for high-fructose-infused candies. The two of us found ourselves walking down a path that cut through a section of woods. The town was known for its cabin rentals. Just go 100 feet off the street and you could find yourself in the sticks. I thought to myself, you know, wandering through the woods on a Halloween night has a charm to it. The moon was big and yellow. Just looking at it made my fur stand on end. Well, we weren't the only ones until we were. At some point, I looked up and the moon was partially obscured by leafless tree branches, as if it were suffering from some titanic outbreak of shattering earthquakes. The air became still. Far too still. Basically, I run DoorDash out here because it tips way better than San Marcos. I mean, sure, the college students buy more, but when it comes to shelling out, you can always count on these Austinite-like types, too. I shushed him. Something was out there, in the forest with us, and I had a creeping feeling that it was more interested in tricks than treats. Unless we were the treats. Something's out here, I said. Yeah, no duh, something's out here, Chase said. It's a forest. They're known for being full of somethings. Stuffed to the brim with somethings. A something jamboree, that's a forest for you. I put my human hand over his mouth, then pinched his lips shut. Wow. Right then, I knew it was a stupid thing I'd done. 
I shouldn't have spent more time than absolutely necessary outside of the cabin. I'd made more than my fair share of enemies working with Wexler and the Madhouse. Trust me, I'm plenty irate about the Madhouse sticking me out here by myself with no backup, but I'll save it for another book. Snap. I could tell it was a quiet sound. Meant to be, at least, but my ears picked up on it. Whoever it was, they thought they were getting the drop on me. Almost did. Chase was midway through making another complaint when it barreled out of the wood line like a shot. I was in motion before I consciously realized it. The speed of the creature, the direction, its weight, my instincts calculated these things at a primal geometry that predated our comprehension of math and reason. The numbers that mattered, the signs that mattered, the calculations that mattered. I shoved Chase to the ground. He yelled in confusion, tripping and smacking his head into a nearby lamppost. I hadn't even noticed the light had gone out. The wolf was in control. Her presence spreading through me the way the first shot at Jack Daniels does after a long day at work. Except she was hotter than the Jack. Like my blood was oil and it had just combusted. I brought the rage. She brought everything else. The creature had narrowly missed me. A heavily whistling hoom as it blew by followed by a nauseating stench. By the time it had tumbled into an upright posture, I was bearing down on it. Two large wings unfolded. A gust of wind followed by what smelled like a corpse that had been left in a warm bath for a month. I landed on nothing except damp grass. Between my human hand and my werewolf paw, a damp, foul-smelling puddle I'd been lucky enough not to touch. I turned my head and coughed. <coughs> The creature regarded me. It had a large head and beady black eyes, beak that resembled that of a raven, a humanoid torso, and massive crooked talons where feet should have been digging into the concrete of the walkway. The creature tilted its head, as though registering that I wasn't the prey it had expected. I couldn't fault it. Not really. There was nothing in the pact that forbids creeps from hunting the flock, like a fucked-up circle of life kind of thing, one without humans in the center. I lunged for it again. Another flap of wings and the blight hawk took flight, launching off fast enough that I lost track of it again in the night sky. The only telltale sign of its location was a light drizzle of foul-smelling liquid. What the hell is that thing? Chase called. A blight hawk. Oh, like that Warcraft pet? I quirked my head, furrowed my brow. What? No, this is real life, not some stupid video game. They're also called barf birds or sick chicks. Why all the rhyming and alliteration? Because the one responsible for cataloging this shit has a borderline infantile obsession with how the English language works. Now shut up! I feared that he'd just given himself away. The blight hawk didn't scare me. I was easily stronger. I could tell from the way it retreated. But Chase? He was slow, weak, fleshy. All the blight hawk would need to do is hit him once, then fall back as the sickness did its work. 
They could trace the festering stench of those they wounded from miles away. It's going to come after you, I said, watching the sky. White Hawks were fairly stupid creeps. They cared little for the pact, chiefly because by the time the sickness had set in, it was too late to save the victim, and it was hard to prove that a specific Blighthawk did it. A waste of manpower to pursue most times. Whatever you do, do not let any part of it touch you, especially its mouth. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck me. A dark shadow passed over the moon's cratered face. The Blighthawk readying to dive bomb. I couldn't get a bead on it scent-wise. They had the gross bird equivalent of fighter jet chaff, which threw my scent off, but it silhouetted itself against the moon, gave itself away. It all happened so fast. The Blighthawk dove, a febrile arrow in the night, Chase screamed, but by some miracle of luck, he managed to crawl underneath a park bench just as the Blighthawk touched down. It began smashing its beak to get at him through the slats in the bench. Frenzy overtook him. Like I said, they weren't the brightest creeps, and now that it had its prey so close, it couldn't think to hop off the bench and go under. It didn't need to. A sickening sound burbled inside the Blighthawk's stomach loud enough that I could hear it even as I sprinted toward them. If it succeeded, it wouldn't matter if I got there. It could simply fly away and wait for Chase to die. The bird's gastrointestinal cauldron began to bubble, bubble, toil, and trouble. Chase froze, eyes wide and mouth agape, literally the worst thing to do in this situation staring through the slats at the hideous creature above him. The Blighthawk shuddered, its ragged feathers quivering. Then the shuddering grew in intensity. I roared as I leapt. My hand, my paw wrapped around the bird's head. The bird resisted, but I twisted it 50 degrees away from me as the green-black fire hose spray of vomit erupted out of its beak. A horrible, guttural sound came from the blight hawk as it expelled its stomach fluids. Get out of here! I yelled. Chase started to crawl out from under the bench. The other way, idiot! You'll get the barf bird shit on you! Uh, right! He crawled past my legs, scrambled to his feet, and took off his footsteps lost to the constant of the Blighthawk's vomit spray. The Blighthawk lashed out with its talon. I lifted my right leg to avoid the strike, then brought it down on the talon with the force of a jackhammer. A screech from the Blighthawk. The tension, the resistance in its neck gave it in response to the pain just for a second but I only need half that to do my best work. I twisted hard, and after a loud crack of summer lightning, the spray from the Blighthawk cut off like a sprinkler with a crimped hose. I let the Blighthawk fall, careful not to get any of the sick juice on me. It wasn't a hellbound, an infernal dredged up from the depths of the gloom so I had to concern myself with disposal of the corpse. <sighs> I texted Vasquez, gave her a brief incident report, and told her if the mess didn't get cleaned up, 
we'd probably have several unnecessary deaths on our hands. Not that Vasquez gave too much of a shit about that, but the harvesting of creep parts always gave her an edge when she dealt with Solomon. She gave me a terse, thanks, for handling the situation, then told me to keep my damn head down. Much obliged, engraved. Much obliged. Now I just had to go check on Chase. He was staring at the long trail of bile vomit that had arced during the fight. Quite a bit had splattered on a passing cat, which was rapidly sprouting sores and boils, its green eyes glazing over with a pale blue film. The cat made no cry of pain. Its breathing was labored and demeanor droopy, and it began stumbling away before collapsing. The sight had Chase pinned like a butterfly to a board. The horror of the fate he'd just narrowly escaped on full display as if the dark side of the universe had wanted to send a message. Anytime, Chase. Anytime. My hand hurts. I need a break and a shot. The 100-handed. Lost Souls. <laughs> <laughs>